Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Crocodile Club lunch is on Friday late morning, and I'll be there emceeing. I'm not sure what I'm in for. Uh, Mayor Jeff Cajano of Bristol will be there as well and we you know we had a quick conversation last week and I wanted to just sort of bring it back and then talk about some other things uh with Mayor Cajano. Mr. Mayor, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing, Brian? I had to say I listened to uh, the rest of the segment after and and you guys were like pros. I do apologize for losing you uh, last week, but you guys had it nailed. You, you no. definitely kept it going well. Well, thank you for that. I mean, listen, it's it happens. Technology is 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 an imperfect science, so it's it's not a problem. We're always good to talk to you, and I, I want to, you know, but I do want to take a step back. I mean, I I I appreciated the conversation, but we have different set of listeners on day to day basis, and depending on the time of day, you know, can you go back and just what is the Crocodile Club? What is the lunch? And just give us a little sense of the history. Yeah, no, it's a great uh, non-political political event, and I, I think it started way back in 1875 when Gad Norton, who was the founder of Lake Compounds, decided to do a lunch to thank the local politicians who switched uh, a small area of uh, Southington and, and annexed it into Bristol, basically. And the main reason was in 1875, it was a lot easier for Gad to take his horse and buggy over the Bristol Town Hall to pay his taxes. And so he had a sheep roast, and uh, you know that has continued on for literally 160-something years. I forget the number. Uh, it, more, it has morphed and changed over the years. You know, it was just a, a, a dinner to thank people, uh, but then it became a political roast, and in years past, we, we definitely had uh, the politicians get up there and be funny, and many of them have been very great, and some of them, like me, might not have been that good, so I'm actually pretty happy this year that we'll have somebody like uh, Mike Reese, who is going to be our official roaster, and uh, you know he'll pick on all those big politicians that, that will show up. We we know for a fact that uh, Bob Stefanowski is is uh, RSVP, John Larson, uh, William Tong, 
I, you know, Dick Blumenthal has been there every year that I've been there. I've been going the last 10 years. And just uh, if you're a political junkie, this is a place to go show up and, you know, shake hands with people. It's a real fun event and, you know, not intimidating at all, even for the candidates or the elected officials that used to have to speak in the past. But I think they are putting a little different um, twist on it this year. And uh, I don't know if you're prepared with a couple of quips, but uh, you can always tease. I, I haven't talked to my seven friends, but that's they're usually the butt of a lot of the jokes because when you sit there in Lake Compounds now, if you look at the city of Bristol, it's a perfect square with a little notch on the bottom of it. That yeah. notch is Lake Compounds, and uh, we annexed that from Southington a long time ago. So, I mean, listen, I haven't had a lot of guidance yet, uh, so I think they're still trying to wrap up you know, the, the guest list, but uh, Blumenthal is confirmed, Stefanowski, uh, John Larson, as you said. I mean, do, do the political leaders go up and speak as well? I mean, are they, are they, even though you have a roaster, will they still say something? They, uh, you know what? I have to be honest. I have not talked yeah. to, to Morgan, who is the, um, the uh, person who runs the Carousel Museum. And I should also mention this is a, uh, a fundraiser for the Carousel, yeah. fundraiser for the Carousel Museum. I think her, her vision this year is to, you know, we'll have some of those people get up and talk, but not necessarily the, the traditional you know, roast. Uh, roast on yourself and, you know, joking. I, I think uh, we're going to leave that to the professionals this year, which would be um, mainly Mike Reese, it sounds like, but I think Brian Chackman might come up yeah. with a couple of <laughs> We'll see. I mean, I, it, it's interesting because, you know, obviously the times we live in are different, but um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of it. I just, you know, I, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know how far to go. But Mike Reese will be really interesting, and I'm looking yeah. forward to being there. And and it's something that the general public can actually go to. And so if yeah. you want, you know, I, I believe it's fifty dollars a person. You obviously get to listen to the speakers. You get to meet the politicians, most likely. And there's lunch, and there's a free drink. And, and you get to take it all in there, which is something that's a tradition for them as well. So, yeah, it's just it's great. And and I'll give you carte blanche, Brian. You can pick on me all you want. I'll OK, maybe you'll be, be my default. Yeah. <laughs> so you, if you go to the carousel dot org, uh, you can get to it through there and it'll be a lot of fun. And you want to say hello to us or myself, Mr. Mayor, um, please come down and do so on Friday. I believe it's at 11 a.m. And right. it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we're talking with Mayor Jeff Kajana from Bristol here on Brian and Company and WTIC News Talk 1080. Obviously, uh, the city of Bristol, a uh, lot going on. What? First of all, before I ask any specific questions, you know, what what sort of conversations or news is going on in in, in your town right now? Well, you know, I just uh, published an article in the press that talked about you know development from areas that are you know we're seeing some buildings be demolished and we're seeing some renewal happening we every time i talk to you we talk about downtown but some of these things are now happening outside of the downtown area and actually was just talking to your call screener who is a bristol guy yeah joey we are going to get a chipotle and a starbucks where ruby tuesdays used to be um we do have uh, an interesting occurrence of events we have um, our medical marijuana dispensaries actually moving to route six uh, i think in preparation for the full legalization of marijuana which is quite a hot topic quite honestly you know that there's a lot of you know very strong feelings about that but i think in bristol because we have a medical marijuana dispensary we will more than likely have to deal with retail marijuana and figure out how we put some guardrails on that and make that work the best for the city. 
Yeah, well, you bring up a couple of things. One is, you know, I'm not a Starbucks guy necessarily, but a lot of people do like it. But if the, if brands like that and Chipotle, because I just, you know, I have teenage kids and two of them love it. And so if you yep. have those kind of brands coming into your city, that's a good sign. I mean, that's a really healthy sign. So that's that's good. And I, you know, since, you know, we're right near the Bristol line in, um, you know, in, in Farmington, I might have to hit, hit that up. Uh, yeah. But the the more serious topic is recreational marijuana. Pe- some people don't want to say pot or marijuana. They say cannabis, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is uh, a touchy issue. And I'm not sure it's all founded. I mean, I, there isn't. It's not like I've been through a bunch of places in Massachusetts, and it's not like it, it, there's a bunch of people milling about outside like it's methadone mile or something like that. So uh, I want to know what the concerns are, uh, what sort of guardrails you guys are talking about, and just you as a, you know, as a leader of the city, like how do you feel about it? Yeah, it is such a deep question, and you can go so many different ways with it. But, you know, personally, I'm not a big cannabis guy personally. Uh, never have been. I do understand the potential pitfalls, especially for our younger population. And there's, I, I come from a medical uh, biopharmaceutical background. I actually was with a company that took a, the, one of the receptors and found a blocker of that receptor of cannabis or cannabis, the THC receptor, and created a drug that literally caused people to lose weight. So kind of the opposite effect. And there is a lot of medicinal work that's been done. That drug didn't work, by the way, because it had other warts and other side effects. Uh, it did work very well to cause people to lose weight, but it created other psychoses and things of that sort. Um, so, But there is a lot of medicinal value that is already well-established. And I think one of the key things that the people in Bristol have to hear is that we have True Leave, which is a uh, medical marijuana. That's the way it first came out, dispensary. It's going to be called cannabis, as you said. But those, all of those medical... Um, providers by state law will be grandfathered in to be able to switch to a hybrid license, meaning they can do both recreational and medical. And since we service about 3,000 people a month already on the medical side, one of the ways that I look at this is that we should probably create a new space of uh, of retail, right? This is very similar to what you see with liquor stores and with, we we have a bunch of smoke shops in town, and this is really the good things about this is it's much more regulated uh, and right. highly, highly, um, as you have said from your experiences in Massachusetts, highly, um, uh, I guess, brought up to a high standard. Um, this is you're going to take a retail outlet like Applewood, which is actually a pretty popular diner, and people won't recognize it. It'll look like a high-tech pharmacy. Some people call these Apple stores. Uh, they'll invest quite a bit of money to make their space and they will treat every patient that walks in that door as if they had a prescription and it was medical marijuana that they were coming to get um and the 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 medical people people with prescriptions go to the front of the line and recreational people would have to um you know be more patient but right. these these are large retail stores that that actually do, and, I, and I'm not looking at this from the economic standpoint, but as a fiscal conservative, I also know in the back of my mind that this is certainly not going to hurt the city of Bristol. Um, it's going to be a retail space. And for younger people, back to the Chipotle example, uh, you know, I, I often joke that my son probably wouldn't have moved to New York City if we had a Chipotle. And, um, <laughs> he's in New York City. 
believe it or not, there is some of that mentality out there about recreational marijuana for the younger folks. Yeah. Well, listen, it's a topic. We're out of time. It's a topic that yep. uh, I'd love to discuss some more down the road. But uh, personally, I'll see you on Friday uh, late morning, and hopefully it's going to be a, a great day to raise money for the Carousel Museum at the Crocodile Club Lunch. And, again, if you want to come say hello to us and the Politicos, uh, it's the carousel, org uh, slash Crocodile Club, and, and, and come say hello. Uh, Mr. Mayor, thanks for the time. Thank you. I'm looking forward to Friday. See you then. Right, we'll see you then. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.